What's up, everyone? My name is Liam, and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. Today, we are joined by yet another big Five Finger Death Punch fan club, the Poland Knuckleheads. And, well, yeah, this is, without further ado, this is Patrick from the Poland Knuckleheads. Welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. No problem, man. So tell me about yourself. What's your story? You know, I'm Patrick. I'm from Poland. Uh, I lead my company since 2018, and I'm I'm running it all the time. I had a small pause. I had small pause during the, my whole so to say career on Instagram as a five finger the punch front page. But yeah, after some time, I'm back better than ever. And besides that, I also play some guitar. I listen a lot to music because actually. You won't catch me anywhere without headphones. Every time I go somewhere, every time I'm at home, I always have my music turned on full full volume. I that was me today, honestly. I was listening to Theory Theory of a Dead Man today. I was my 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 bat my bop song today was uh the bitch came back. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I was the whole way home. I had my uh speakers in my car at a hundred. And I was just going down the this going down the main roads, just blasting it in traffic. It's people so were looking at me. People were looking at me, just like, "What the fuck is this man on? What the fuck, dude?" You know, you're like on drugs or something, man. Right. It's all, you talk. You told that, and I thought at the same moment about me because every time I go, I drive my car, I put on CDs. Or like full volume and people be like watch that and i i'm like this guy that uh in the car this is my comfort zone i feel free there i can scream i can growl i can do everything there and anytime i just go anywhere by with my car it's full blast there. and i'm screaming i'm shouting and people that are watching what i'm doing my car are probably like this guy is insane for sure, and I'm just like I'm I'm just like having fun by car, so fuck the rest. Right, I mean we all do that. To be honest, I mean that's seriously like I don't really understand. I don't know why, but there's just this thing where when you're in your car, you just when you pump up like some five finger death punch or Slipknot or just anything, it's like fucking crazy it's like you you get this comfort level of just like i'm invincible no one can fucking stop me and then you're just blasting music the whole way down the street although but what if you were on the sidewalk with a speaker you probably wouldn't feel as comfortable that's like the weird thing i mean by here in poland there us the, the, the teenagers are like going with the really pretty huge speakers like i don't know how actually how big they are because they are only getting bigger and bigger and but they do turn on some rap or the Polish bullshit that I don't actually like. Uh, it's called disco polo. It's like uh, music that you have fun on weddings and so on. It's completely bullshit for me. I don't like it, and I don't know anyone from my family, from my friends, and so on that listens to it at home in their free time. Besides my mom, she listens to it every time, and I'm pissed mm -hmm. off. Every time I walk, I go to her. It's always that shitty music 
phone and I'm like, holy shit, here we go again. I don't want to hear it. Right. Honestly, I mean, I relate to that. I don't know why. Metal, like, calms me. I mean, I'll listen to other genres, to be honest. Like, I'm a very open person, but I'm more likely to lean to rock and metal, to be honest. But, yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, a lot of, like, pop music and just all those, like, really, like, overly happy music just pisses me off. I don't know why. It's just, like, the fact that everyone, they're just singing about being happy or some shit. They're just like, I am happy. And they're just dancing around. And then I'm just like, dude, how are you happy? Like, come on, man. <laughs> For me, metal is something like, you know, this is my... This is my therapy. Not only the death right. punch therapy, but in general. Anytime I'm pissed off, I'm sad, anything, I reach out to metal. And while I'm listening, you can see a, not a muscle move on my face, but what that second thing that happens inside, the relief I get from listening to music, that's a whole different level right now. Because if I had mm -hmm. a day without music, you would see me punching the wall after an hour. Believe me. Relatable. That's honestly relatable. I'm like that a lot too, to be honest. It's it's honestly it's honestly I'm like amazed how I haven't killed someone yet. Not literally, but you know what I mean? Like surprisingly. Yeah, I'm good. Like, but um one of the first questions I want to ask you was what inspired you to make your fan club? What inspired you to make your Polish or Poland Knuckleheads fan club? You know, the, on the very beginning, when I started off, uh, it was around 2018, as I mentioned already. And I just fell in love with a few songs, actually. I mean, when I started listening to Fighting a Death obviously. I, I fell in love with a few only. But after some time, after they were releasing new stuff, I just felt like that's it. This is their band. And it was, I had summer holidays of school and so on. And I just wanted to do something, something different. And I searched up among the whole Instagram. And I think Helga started near, somewhere between when I started. He started his fan page. Also, Joker then came in. And like, this is a Norwegian fan page. So I started to search for a Polish one, but there was none. So I thought myself, okay, that's a the perfect opportunity. I like the band. I like the music. Why not? Why shouldn't I give a try to it? And now, now here we are. Honestly. I find it amazing how, like, unified the fan clubs become. It's like, you know, you meet Helga or Joker, and then all of a sudden you're just like, I wonder, is there a is there a fan club for my country? And then if there isn't, it's like, not only you, but all these other people are just like, you know, let's make a fan club. And it's honestly inspiring how they're just like, you know, fists up, awesome shit, you know? And I find it inspiring, honestly. That you and everyone decided to take the leadership of that. Yeah, you know, I've been talking with a few friends, and they just uh, they told me that it's a, this is bullshit, a waste of time, and so on. And it's easy to do, but actually, if you sit 
like uh, after the release of Afterlife, which was last Friday, I just I was sitting the whole day in front of Instagram and so on because days like these for us as the fanpage leaders uh, are the most valuable because everyone starts posting stuff, you know, with hashtags and so on. And this is uh, from my point of view. I just did something like searching for people, you know, to make, to grow the fan page. I invited them also into the Facebook group and so on. And it's it's easy to say this is just a fan page. You do it for fun and so on. But after some time, when you dedicate a lot of your free time to it, you could say I'm, uh, I'm it's a full-time job for me. Right. Because I do what I, this is, I do work normal to get paid, but this is a love that never ends. And if you love something, there is no nothing that can stop me. And this was I guess I was sitting uh, more or less ten hours on Friday on Instagram, searching for people, commenting stuff, uh, reposting different things. Uh, I had fun, even though at the end of the day, I was completely tired because all the time I was uh, looking at my phone and so on. I felt really good because I talked with a few, actually now they are friends. Uh, I made a lot of friends then. I texted amazing people. So, you know, days like these, are the most valuable for me as the leader of like a different poll. That's amazing. Seriously. I mean, I honestly, like, I've never, like, me personally, I've never really been fully interested in making a fan club at all because it's like, I don't have the time and energy for it. And I mean, you, from what I've learned from you and all the other fan pages is that it's, as you said, it's a full-time job. And if you're passionate about it, you know, you'll do it. And it's it's amazing. It is. It really is. I mean, it. But you really like. I mean, I've always just noticed that, like, the, it's always the fan clubs that bring the community together. In my opinion, it really is. Because, for example, you know, my fan fan page doesn't have a lot of uh, followers, but when I went to Warsaw to the Fighting the Fetch concert uh, in July. Actually, people did recognize me because I was on the early entrance. Uh, I was sitting there like for 10 hours and there were people coming to me and I saw your story on the fan page. You are releasing here since 7 a.m. And I'm, hell yeah, thanks. And I, ju I just got into a small talk with them. I thank them for following me, for supporting me in any way. And yeah, that's how friends are made. And such friendships are really the most valuable for me because... Friendship, friendship is a hard topic for me because I must, I'm by myself, I'm more of like a lone wolf. I don't have a lot of friends, but when I do have some already, yep, they're the best friends I could possibly have. I relate to that because it's just... And from for me, ever since I was a kid, and even now, I really don't have friends. 
I mean, I maybe have a couple, but it's just people change and I'm just not, you know, making the friends that I used to make. And now it's kind of just like, what the fuck, man? Also, so I mean, I really relate to you. I mean, whenever I do get a friend, I mean, I do consider them my best friend. I don't really tell that to a lot of people, but if I consider you a friend and I talk to you consistently, fucking right, you're going to be my best friend. It's like, that's how I kind of view it. Yeah. I mean, I don't really have enough people in my life to consider favorites, but so yeah, I relate but, to that, man. But from my experience, you know, I, I, I'm used to have, I used to have a lot of friends, but always when the hot, the times get got tough, do you think anyone was there? No, they were just because we had fun. We went to a beer, uh, we went to a party, anything. But every time times got tough, uh, they just, they're offline. They're not there. So, you know, that's why I decided to become more, I decided to be more lonely, but in the positive sense of that word. I because guess I'm they... myself with people that, that I can't count on. Right. I mean, I could say that you're becoming, I guess, independent of yourself, I guess you could say. That, you know, you're starting to learn how to, like, I guess, live in a sense by yourself without needing a ton of people around you. But also at the same time, you know, it's always good to have a lot of friends, you know. It's always have to talk to have someone to talk to. But recently, as you probably know, uh, I met Holger, Angie, Michael and Joker in Germany and the camp on the German Michaelheads campfire. And I knew them quite a quite some time, but it was all friendship in the internet. And actually after we met, they did not they not my friends. They're my brothers and my sisters. So so they got up on my list of friends. In a matter of seconds. Oh, the first hug I gave to any one of them, they became someone really important to me. And actually, without them, I don't know if I would be going with it, with that husband. Because the support, we support each other. No one gets left behind, right? I and they, like, we are together in this broken world and we just try to inspire one one another motivate and inspire one another that's what i say motivate and inspire because that's the best thing you can do and you know i consider a lot of people family you know i consider the whole death punch community my family because you know that's what raised me to be the person i am now in all honesty family isn't always blood i agree family isn't always blood Definitely. Especially that Seriously, I mean, you see Ivan and all them, and seriously, like that whole band itself and just its community is just so you literally could say one of the many things that like separates them is just family isn't always blood. Because you can go to a death punch show or anywhere and everyone's just your family. Yep. You know? That's right. And actually these are just 
members of your family that you didn't have the opportunity to meet. But at the concert, when you shake hands, that's that's it. That's actually it. That's beautiful. This beautiful. That's the best way I can put it, man. Seriously. Um, one of my next questions I had for you was like, you know, when did you discover Death Punch? How long have you been a fan for them? Uh, Ten years, I think. Uh, mm -hmm. I remember I was in primary school back then, and I was going on a trip somewhere, and I just, you know, this, these were the times of MP3 players and so on. So I was downloading everything from the internet, and I just asked my good friend. Uh, if she knows any good bands that I could listen to while I was traveling. And she she suggested me typing a different. And the very first song I listened to was Hard to See. And Hard to See is one of my favorites. And it I think because of the fact that I discovered the band through the song, it will stay like that. This will be always in my top song of typing a different. Honestly, Five Finger Death Punch will be forever in my playlists and my everyday jams because it's just I can't make it through my day without them, man. It's it can I mean there's a million bands out there, man. But their music fits any mood. That's my opinion about that. Because you're sad, you're going with, for example, I refuse, or times like these. You're happy, you can play some afterlife. If you're wanna if you want to break some shit, take trouble. Burn, like motherfucker. Everything. 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 I, I, I fucking agree with that, man. Seriously, I mean, you can't go wrong with Five Finger Death Punch, man. You see so many people online hating about them, but it's seriously, it's... There's seriously nothing that I could say negative about them. Everything is just positive and just yeah, perfect. Know, that's the way to put it. You know, for me, the weird thing is that the heat about Five Finger Death Punch is that the elitists make. Uh, I don't. I completely disagree with them because look at the fan nation of them. Right. How do they connect with people? Uh, how many times I've seen Ivan doing a live stream on Instagram when he just asked people people ask him questions and he just repeated uh, answered them. Right. And now. Uh, let's take for example, okay, let's not give names. Uh, any vocalists of the new of the modern metalcore or metal scene? How many of them make live streams where they got questions from fans and they just answer them? I see that a lot. I can those that I found, I can count on my five fingers. Of the I fingers agree. That's it. And the I mean, fan, our fandom, the fans, how many bands do you know? A question for you. That have such a united fandom, fan club, that make, has, for example, different countries. Like we have Poland, Norway, Netherlands, Germany, Israel, Spain, uh, the Czech Republic, Slovakia, anything. And for example, I don't, I haven't seen too much fan pages like, uh, of a of a given nation 
of any other bands. I mean, honestly, I don't I I don't really dive into a lot of the other fan bases of other bands too much, but yeah, honestly, from my from my observation is I mean, I don't think there is as many fan clubs for other bands than there are for Five Finger. I mean, you could say maybe Metallica if you like looked, because Metallica is one of the biggest bands in the world, but that's also a different story. But it's also like I definitely could say like you go on like Slipknot or Shine Down or any band like that, there's not crazy amounts of fan pages like Death Punch. I mean, Death Punch literally has one for nearly every single country. And I'm not trying to say like there isn't fan clubs in the different nations for other bands. I'm not trying to say that, but I don't see as many as Five Finger Death Punch's community has. Yes, just type in Five FDP on Instagram and you will get thousands of of accounts set for them. Right. Which of just fan pages, maybe of one member or maybe of the whole band. There's right. a lot. I mean, seriously, like you literally go on like the fucking search menu and as you said, search five FTP. I mean, literally, you will be scrolling forever with all the five finger death punch related accounts, like the fan pages or anything. It's you will go scrolling forever for that. Yep. It's crazy. And there are new uh, new pages connected with Five Finger Defense created every day. So, you know. Honestly, all I gotta say is if you're a fan, small fan club out there, don't be afraid to reach out to me or any of the other fan or any other fan clubs. I mean, I mean, I'm not a fan club, but, you know, decide to reach out to some of us. I mean, we'll all share you around and grow you and we'll be a community, you know? Because we are a community and anyone that Things about starting a fan page, not only for Five Finger Death Punch, of course, because many of us like different bands, and Definitely. we can help any somehow start any fan page. You can just give some advice because that the thing how you will lead your your fan page is actually up to you, but we can give you some really good advice because uh, we've grown. We've grown strong with the time during during the time of the whole uh, pandemic and so on. Because after the pandemic, actually, the pandemic was the time when I stopped uh, had the pause with my fan page. But it was mostly because my anxiety, depression, and I was just like offline all the time. So I didn't use any social media from time to time to text with somebody from my uh, from my friends and so on. But after the, this whole bullshit ended, uh, I came back stronger. And I decided to come back to the fighting the French community and be the best version of me I could possibly I can possibly be. And with such family members as I mentioned earlier, this will be a lot of fun. Not only this will be a challenge, but it will be also fun. Right. So while we were on the subject of like, you know, various different bands, obviously with the different types of like uh, fan pages and, you know, obviously, you know, Death Punch has a lot of them compared to other bands. I mean, variety of popular ones. But do you like what other bands do you listen to besides Five Finger Death Punch? And what did you listen to before? And what do you also just listen to generally now? Uh, my whole journey with uh, metal music started with Skillet. 
then I went up to Shine Down Metallica. After I discovered Metallica and started listening to them, uh, I bought every single CD they released. And right now, and this was going on for a very, very long time. And now I'm actually really into metalcore. And my favorite bands from this genre uh, of any given day. They're from Germany. I also used to lead a fanpage for them because they hadn't any other fanpage. Uh, and it's okay. Bury Tomorrow, Bleed From Within, Landmarks. I mean, the list is quite huge. So these are just a few of them that I re really, really like and enjoy listening to. I mean, generally, there's, I mean, honestly, you can't go wrong with metal, to be honest. I mean, there's so many subgenres to even just subgenres. Like, that makes no sense in, in like, verbal context. But you got to think, you have the major metal genres, and then you have these subgenres, and then you have these subgenres of these subgenres. You know it what goes, I mean? On and on. It goes on. I mean, I didn't, I mean, death metal's a thing. And then you have death core, and then you have, like, new metal, heavy metal. You know, speed metal, thrash metal. metal. Yeah. It, the list can go on and on forever. I mean, honestly, it's metal. You, there's metal for everybody out there. I mean, I'm not, you know, trying to say like, you know, everyone should listen to it. I mean, everyone's to themselves, you know, you, you can listen to every one. And honestly, there's, there's going to be a sub genre or just genre of something for everybody. And yep. I mean, metal has so many subcategories; it's ridiculous. I mean, every day there's a new subgenre I've never heard of before, and I'm like, "What the hell is this?" And I listen to it; I'm like, "It's just more metal." I'm like, what the hell? I didn't know about this, you know? Yeah, the list of subgenres of metal can be as long as this as the list of finding a different account on Instagram. I think. Honestly, I agree. It's it just goes on forever and ever and ever. Oh my god. <sighs> Sorry. So good. But yeah, seriously though, I mean I mean when I when you when people say you can't go wrong with metal, you really can't. Not only the artists and the band members and the communities, but just in general. You know? Um Let's see. Let me think of something else. What's your favorite song off of Afterlife? Afterlife. What's your favorite me, Death Punch song off that record? You gave me a very, a really hard question to answer. I can't I, answer the question. Stay, stay with Welcome to the Circus. Do you have any others you like? I mean, obviously, like, probably all of them. Single. <laughs> honestly i mean i love that new record what because i love that new record man it's perfect for me and that's not because i'm having a different page leader but for me this is the one of the best albums i've heard in a in a while right you know welcome to the circus is has the little it's it has its magic when the circus music hits on the beginning, then, then the hard guitars. I got literally goosebumps when I first listened to it. 
for, but on the other hand, Afterlife, I mean the song, uh, this is a song where I can chill. Because the mel the melodic uh, intro is like giving me some chills. Sounds like these. That's a hell of a song for me. And actually, after they released the the new music video, I got sounds uh, like these just became even better for me because I don't know if you know this. At the end of the music video, there was. Um, image of Helga and Joker on the stage in Oslo on the Tons of Rock Festival. You know that picture that Helga posted? That one, like, picture of him with, like, his, like, vest open? Yep. It's from the music video, né? right? Yeah, I'm the one who screenshotted that. You've I'm the good... one who sent that to him. You have some good timing. I don't know how. I was just like, I have to get a picture, and it just happened to be the perfect moment and i was like, i was gonna do one a joker but honestly the angle of joker wasn't good enough for screenshots i'm not trying to like say he's not any good for them but they really didn't put a good awesome angle on it yeah and i was like i when i first um saw the music video i was actually in work and just someone texted me look at the end of the music video of times like these and i was like okay i'm at work but okay no problem and after I saw these two motherfuckers, <laughs> I got literally goosebumps. Tears started dropping, and I was like so happy for them because not not only they, uh, how to say it, not, not only they made their dreams come true, but it is also recorded and it's on a fucking five finger different mu music video. Right. I was so happy, hoping that. I so happy for them that I just literally had to get get a break at work because I was literally out of this world for a moment. And I went straight uh, to our uh, to the Instagram and I texted them, "Oh my fucking god, you are on the Five Finger Defense music video!" And I I just couldn't couldn't relax at that moment at that moment. Honestly, me either. I was literally laying in bed, and I'm like, my phone just goes off, and it's like, oh, mirroring now, times like these, music video by Five Finger Death Punch. And I'm like, holy fucking shit. They got a new music video? At first, I was kind of like, I really wanted to welcome to the circus music video, because I heard that one's going to be fucking gnarly. Just from that fucking little intro video, from like the song preview. But like... Even then, I was like, you know what? Well, fuck it. We'll watch it. You know, why not? It's a new music video. Why not? And then you watch it. And then I'll, I'm just like chilling. I'm vibing. And then at the end, I just see Helga just, you know, uh, just letting those muscles be shown with that Norwegian knucklehead tank top on, dude. That shit was fucking awesome. I was literally jumping up and down for like 15 minutes. The For sure. I spammed them. I remember Joker was on his night shift. And I remember all I did, I think I sent him like 15 or 16 texts. And then he looked and he's like, I'm driving. I'm driving. And then he's on Instagram live and I'm harassing him about it. And he's just like, you motherfucker, I'm trying to drive. You're going to kill me. And I'm like... Oh, I was like... And I kept going because I was like, dude, you need to fucking watch it. 
and he was just laughing his ass off, just like, I'm excited. He's super excited, but he's trying to rush home so he can watch it. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, the magic of that moment when I saw those two guys on the stage was even more beautiful because a week before the release of the new album and the music video, I met them in person, and it, and that's why this whole music video made an even bigger impact on me. It had a really big impact because mostly because I, I just met them. It was not only it was just a week ago when I met them, and now I see my brothers in a music video fighting the difficult. I was like, holy shit! Right. I mean, I thought it was really my reaction in a nutshell, dude. I was like, holy fucking shit. Holy shit. And that's all I was thinking. And my mom's is in the room like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm just jumping around fucking excited as shit. And I was just like, I was stuttering. I was like, ma, mom, one of my, two of my friends were in a Five Finger Death Punch music video. And I just spammed like 10, 15 people. And then I also spammed Helga and Joker. And even Helga was just like, What? What? I didn't know about this. What the fuck? What? What? And then he goes and watches it and he's just flabbergasted, dude. It was great. Yes, it was. It was so it was it was perfect. Oh my god. That music video. Seriously though, it's like that was I honestly could say that's one of the best music videos. In a non-biased opinion, that was one of my favorite music videos. But it's 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 up there with the wash it all away music video. That one's my second. I love music videos that have some meaning that accord to the to the lyrics of the song. Like for example, to the wrong side of heaven, the music video is just perfect. It fits. It fits perfect. I like the word perfect today. Uh, but I, I also do like videos from concerts, like the summary of the European tour from this year. On times like this, wash it all away, where it is combined. They're them performing on stage, fans, a little bit of their backstage. These are just those videos that give gives you that give you also a different point of view on the band. For example, like on the Wishable Way when they're on the backstage and so on. The same right. with Inside Out, because the beginning when their intro is when the intro hits from Inside Out on the music video, you also can see a bit of when they build the stage. That's also for me really cool that they just show us how it's done. Right. You just see like the fucking what like skull just being lifted from the ground. It's like, holy shit, that's cool. And then you're just vibing to the song while you watch it and you're like, holy shit, this is fucking hype, dude. Yes, it is. No, it's great. Death Punch music videos, ten out of ten. I would even give. I would give more than a ten out of ten if it was allowed. You know. Why not like give it? My a, opinion. For me, it's a twelve. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll just give it a twenty out of ten, dude. Give it a two hundred percent rating. Yep. Okay. Or just an an infinity infinity percent. That's what we're gonna do. Oh yep. Infinity percent, man. Um. So, hmm. what is your favorite Death Punch album? I'm oh. committing sins. I've been committing sins with my questions, dude. 
But if I'm already sitting, I'm going to keep going. I can't decide between Injustice for None and That You're Safe, actually. Where would Afterlife stand on your um, all nine album list? You know, it's fresh. It's a new album, so... Ask me that question in like a month when it's, you know, all the hype slows down. Because right, right. now, you, you know, I know that your six and Justice for None uh, a very long time already because they're old albums. Let's be honest. Yeah. And, you know, hearing something new from the band you love, that makes the album go on the very top in a matter of seconds. So I think I agree. on the top, I mean, they don't have any bad albums because all of them are really tremendous. They are great. Yeah, but to decide which one is the best, it's uh, it's a hot oh, it's a hot answer for me. As I said, I'm torn between Got Your Six and and Just For None. I think, but I'm gonna stick to uh, to Got Your Six. I think this is my favorite album. Awesome. Got your six is honestly one of my favorites. I mean, honestly, if I were to rate them, I would honestly, no offense, put injustice for none more on the bottom, but that's also because it's just that album in general. I've been having a hard time placing it with my moods for some reason. It's just like really weird. It's like I'm not angry, and that's kind of the vibe I get from it is like sad and angry, where I'm not feeling I'm like sad, but I'm not angry at the same time. So I'm kind of like, I'm not, I'm vibing with it, but preferably, I mean, I prefer like a lot of like. You know, fate, way of the fist, American capitalist, war's answer, etc. I mean, got your six is up there too. All of them are up there. I mean, seriously, yeah. out of all that, everything. Six has the best songs, I think, because if I could hear, you know, now when the the album was released a while ago already, but if they if the band decided to play the whole album on one show. You would see me screaming like a little girl in the playground because right. all of these songs got that vibe. Because usually, not only Five Finger Death Punch, uh, the two or maybe three third, first songs are like 10 out of 10. But right. then the fourth and fifth are more like, you know, a little bit of slowdown and so on. And but on Got Your Six, you've got the first four I remember. It's Got Your Six, Wash It All Away, Jekyll and Hyde, and Ain't My Last Dance. And I'm like, holy! If you know, if they played it in the same order as it is on the on the album, I would be out of breath like immediately because this is all. It all has such a power, such an impact that the mosh pit will be dead after four songs. And that's that's a a fact. Right. I mean, I don't even know, man. I just, I don't think there's, I mean, so many people say that there's so many Death Punch flop albums or songs and so many other people like, even the shit, saying the band is a flop in itself. And I mean, dude, I've literally, there's been Slipknot forums that people are talking trash about Death Punch and I'll just go on there and positively troll them. Like I'll I'll control them with reasoning. I'll be like they'll be like Five Finger Death Punch is one of the worst bands I've ever seen. Who listens to them? And then I'll be like, give me a reason. You know, I might let allow you to settle on your opinion if you give me a valid reason. 
And at that point, they don't want to give me a reason, but it starts an argument with like 20 people. And then eventually the the views, I think I got someone banned from a forum because of that one question of saying, you know, Death Punch sucks. I literally got them banned for that. It was funny. I mean, every song, maybe sometimes it's like, you know, uh, and on the first time you listen to something, you don't, you don't get the vibe of that song. But right. I, when you go through certain situations during, you know, your day, your week, and so on, your life in general, there will be that moment that when the only that song will hit you the most because it will be so relatable to what's going on right now. Yeah. And that's, and that's actually a fact because uh, I wasn't a fan of a matter of time, I think. Uh, and you know, after but after I cut off the dead weight, I mean the the friends that I couldn't count on, and the song starts with the lyric, "What kind of a man would I be if I would accept defeat or something like that?" And then I was like, "Holy shit, that's it right now." For me, that's the perfect you know, uh, the perfect quote for me for for that certain period of my life right I mean, so, definitely I agree with that any song will hit you different in different situations and right now I'm a really big fan of Mother of Time even though in the beginning I wasn't a fan of that song I was a fan of the band I respect I like that song but after that situation that happened I loved the song Right. I mean, that's how I'm kind of being with some songs. It's like, oh, I get one mood. I'm just like, oh, I didn't vibe so much with the song before, but now it's like my favorite. And it's like, it's kind of why I never say I have a favorite Death Punch song or even album, because it's like, it depends on the day. It changes constantly. You know, one day it's Got Your Six, another day it's Wrong Side of Heaven, another one is Way of the Fist. And, you know, I'd have balls to even just say that Afterlife's my favorite, but I really don't put it on the on a list yet because it just hasn't been out long enough for it to resonate enough. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's what I said. It's a fresh album, so it will take some time, you know, when it, when the whole hype is gone and so on. Right, because, I mean, I love every single song on that album, but, you know, as I said, like, I want to be able to make, say, what's my favorite and not have a biased opinion. And right now, I'd say Afterlife is the best album. Why? Because the songs are fresh and... I'm just vibing with all of them. I really don't have much more reasoning than that. And it's like, but like I said the same thing about fate and it's not like on my number one anymore. It's like number three or four, you know? I actually like uh, F8 because, uh, because even though that's maybe not for me in my honest opinion, uh, it's for sure below Gotcha Six and and Justice for None, but it has its magic because it's the very first uh, album that Charlie was on the drums, and that that makes already a difference for me because it's another vibe of the drums, and the drums are really a very important thing in that band. Right. And now the uh, Afterlife is out. You can you can actually hear 
the difference in sound because Andy James has its own, his own type. He was a longtime hero of mine when I started playing guitar. And actually, after they released Broken World, where I think already was Andy on the guitars because he's like three years already in the band. Right. And after Broken World was released on the Decade of Destruction Volume 2, I was like, holy shit! I want, I want to hear more of that. And now we have Afterlife, and I'm stoned by by the guitar skills of both Andy and Toby. Honestly, Andy is one of the best guitarists, to be honest. I mean, I'm, I mean that could be a biased opinion, to be honest, but honestly, his playing is phenomenal, though. Like, I think he was a very good replacement for Jason, in my opinion, but... Also, I would have loved the band equally if Jason never left. But even then, it's like Andy's an amazing replacement. He's an amazing guitarist, and definitely can say that. I don't. I I don't miss. I I'm not gonna say I don't miss Jason, but honestly, Andy really filled in the shoes and did more. Yeah, he did it great because you know there are plenty of bands that report so to say, roughless. Uh, they replaced a member with someone else. And it didn't get the vibe. For example, three days when Adam Gontier uh, left the band. And my personal opinion is that after that, they haven't had any good album like one of the songs. You know, the whole album, in comparison to one song with Gontier, it's a big difference because the new vocal, I can get the new vocals uh, vibe. But Adam was for me, perfect, the perfect, he was the perfect fit. And this is the good example when changes not always get good. And he, when this situation, when uh, Andy uh, filled up the gap after Jason, it's more than perfect for me. Because they didn't get just a good replacement for Jason, but they did they did get the best replacement. Because I followed Andy ever since I found him uh, when he was a solo artist. Because he right. has released by himself also a few a few CDs, and it's still a really really good. Stuff, even though he recorded it all alone, I think so. At least. Right. I mean, Andy, honestly, like his, I mean, his, this, his solo projects overall are just a phenomenal. I mean, I think Charlie was a perfect, a perfect addition to replace Jeremy. Jeremy had his spice and his sound, and then Charlie brought that exact into it, but he also added his own, tw- like, crazy twist to it and i fucking loved it and i can say the same about andy the day like at from jason to and jason to andy it was like it was this it was amazing and more you know yeah and we get it's always something fresh in the sound of the band always when something right. is released with a new member especially now you know typing a different band that i love when jeremy and jason were, were there and now that they've got not only someone else on their positions, but they not they did manage to play they 
do manage to play similarly to the style of both Jason and Jeremy, but adding their their talent to it, their own talent, their own style, it became even better. I think so, at least. I personally agree, to be honest. I really do. As I said, like, they're both phenomenal artists, and all these guys are all amazing artists. I mean, you could see Ivan or any of them go back into their, like, going to solo projects, and honestly, I can see them all being successful. With Ivan, I mean, if you really dig into his old music, you know, you could see his bands from before Death Punch. I mean, he really has a unique sound, and I think he really can bring a unique taste to anything he goes into. Yep. I mean, those he had some uh, guest appearances in uh, other artists' uh, songs, and even though this wasn't Death Punch, it was phenomenal. I mean, Outlaws and Outsiders uh, from Corey March. Maybe you know it. I love Corey. I've talked to him quite a few times. He's an amazing person. 6 a.m. when they did a huge collab with Corey Taylor, uh, Tommy Vex, and so on. Uh, Maybe from, it's time. It was yeah. a re-recorded version because, you know, 6 a.m. did, did post it, did release it earlier, but they put all those different vocalists into it and it became such a good song especially when you know the, his, the history of Ivan and his sobriety bro, when and his sobriety and it's more like relatable for him because uh, he sings there uh, that he can drink himself to sleep and so on I mean those are the lyrics from the from the song maybe it's time and you know after you when you know uh, what I even gone through, more or less, with his uh, problem stance, it's more uplifting for me. That's my opinion about that. Honestly, I think that song meant so much more to me knowing what Ivan went through. To be honest, like if I would have never, if I've, Ivan would have never said anything about his problems or just anything, not only would I have like probably never seen the song potentially but also the song probably wouldn't have the same meaning that it had for me and you know it, it's that song is a very big motivation to me to be better and it's beautiful that song itself is a great piece of art yes and also, i also think that the fact that uh, i even speaks it out loud about that uh, he admits that he had some sobriety issues back then and so on uh, it also motivates me to just think to say what I, what I think you know what I mean I'm just like uh, there is the whole crap right now that men have that men have to be you know uh, stable they have to earn money and so on but no one talks about the mental illness of men because they Men are those that are supposed to be strong and so on. So after he speaks about his sobriety, which I admire because it's not an easy fight actually to win. Right. To win. Uh, the same goes with any other addictions, with any other mental, mental issues. After that, actually, after that, I just really do respect 
him even more. Because because okay. of him, I'm not afraid to show my emotions, talk about my own problems. Honestly, I don't think about it sometimes, and I really, I really think I say the same exact thing, because, in all honesty, he was definitely one of my motivations to be a better person. He, he, Ivan empowered me to just be stronger, be more vocal to people I love and care about about my problems, and ask for the help I need. And look at me now, I'm doing like what podcasting and all kinds of shit, and I'm fine to an extent. I'm. I mean, I've been saying I'm living the dream, but I'm pretty close to it. In all honesty, one step closer every time. One step closer to the dream. That's all I gotta say. One step closer to living the dream. Yep. Well, uh, I would just like to say I really enjoyed your time. Um, you know, it's getting pretty late, not only for you and but also for me, and I think that was a really good stopping point for this you know the best talk at half past 3 a.m that i ever had <laughs> same i mean it's only 8 30 but honestly this made my day so much better i really needed this you know not only i mean and anyone that's watching or listening i hope this made your, your day much better too you know hope it lightens up your day and your world yeah and every yeah. time you and any one of you listening, uh, if when you need anyone to, to talk to, feel free to contact me. That's not a problem because everyone gets gets through different shit. And if you're feeling lonely or just want to talk with somebody about any problem, I'm here. You can hit me up anytime. Same over here. You can hit me up on Instagram or whatever platform you can find me on. I mean, if you can find me on Discord or Snapchat, I'd honestly worship you because now I'm, I'm a hard person to find on those platforms, but not really at the same time. But What? You can send me your Snapchat later. I will be one of the few that have it. Ah, uh, yes. I can send yes, it to you'll be, able to, you'll, you'll be able to see my personal life one step closer. <laughs> you know? But, um... I mean, hey, man, I really appreciate your time, though. I really enjoyed this conversation. I really am honored to have you on my show. Thank you for having me one more time. Uh, do you have anything else you want to say to the people? Anything you want to say to the world? Family isn't always blood. And no one in this family gets left behind. Thank you. Amen to that, brother. Just like to say one last thing. Motivate, inspire, and also family is not always blood and no one gets left behind. This is Liam from the Full Circle Podcast signing off.